Hey there, you're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside of their comfort zone so they can step into a life filled with more passion, purpose, and freedom. My name is Alicia Ward and I'm your host. I'm an average girl with a less than average background who's created multiple six-figure businesses and generated over a million in online sales with zero experience in marketing and no more than a high school diploma. I believe that if a small town girl like me can do it, then you can too. And in each episode, I am sharing my journey, my thoughts, lessons, emotions, and advice with the intention to inspire and give guidance to anyone that has the internal fire inside to do and be more, just like I did when I felt really stuck in my corporate career. I hope to be the nudge that you need to do the thing that scares you and that's holding you back from the life that you really deserve. Let's get started. Hey, all right, big episode today. Um, Before we dive in, I do want to address that this episode may make some of you uncomfortable. Um, It's kind of an uncomfortable conversation to have and and one that we don't really know how to have, but obviously you guys are seeing everything that's coming out on social media, all the conspiracy theories and just theories and just news about the pedophilia and the human trafficking, which is just absolutely horrendous it's very real it's very real and it's been happening for a long time and it's been happening right underneath of our noses and ignorance can be bliss sometimes but I think in 2020 here we are done with keeping quiet we are done with just letting fucking really impactful shit just kind of slip through the cracks or go under the rug it's time for us to address these really fucking emotionally draining and scary topics you guys because human trafficking is happening constantly and we've always known about it you know in places like Haiti and stuff where poverty is rampant human trafficking is happening constantly children are being kidnapped children are being sold by their own families for money or you know prostituted for money just there's it's it's happening everywhere but over here in Canada and United States and places like where we're very blessed and it's not really happening or we don't really know about it we're like protected the news is not talking about this stuff because it makes people really uncomfortable and it's really hard for people to watch and probably some other reasons that we don't really know about it but you guys human trafficking is not a conspiracy theory it's fucking real and it's so sad but nothing's ever going to change until people really start talking about it because the more people having conversations about it the more people can get fucking on board to do something about it and eventually we can change it and we can save so many children unfortunately there's been there's been millions millions of victims to it already but there will continue to be millions of victims unless things start getting done about it and we need to rise up as a country and as Uh, as all humans for what is right and we need to protect the people that can't be protected and the people that can't protect themselves are our children your children children all over the world it doesn't matter if it's not your child who's in harm it's us standing up for something that is just ruining lives and enslaving people it is not okay there's over 10 million people right now enslaved and nobody's talking about that. It's just so, so crazy, you guys. And I'm going to try and keep it kind of emotionally cool in this episode. But I do get really fired up about this because it breaks my heart. And mark my words, when I am making all the multi-millions that are coming to me, I will devote 
money and time to making a difference and for right now all I can do is help open eyes to it and bring it to the surface and open up a line of communication for us to talk about it in a safe space all right so human trafficking is huge and I believe that a big part of the human trafficking because it is so many kids has to do with the massive pedophilia sickness virus that is spreading across our world and I think that's I think that's an, a harder topic for people to talk about is the pedophilia side of it you know human trafficking is real um, people and kids are trafficked for organ harvesting for 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 slavery for um, for sex like all these things right um, but the only people who would be paying for sex with children are pedophiles and that is a huge majority and you can go places in the world and you can see the shit I mean I've been in Thailand and I you you see old men walking around with a young Thai boy um holding their hand you see that shit everywhere or Thai girl you see that everywhere and for some reason because it's Thailand you just overlook it even though you know that that child's family like literally took money from that old man and gave their kid to them for day or days or whatever to do whatever they want with them and that shit is fucked up but it's really happening right there and for some reason we've always turned this blind eye but I think 2020 is the year that this stops or it at least starts being stopped because no one else is going to protect these kids and there are organizations that are doing things um and so what is the one called I'll, I'll list it I'll link it at the end of this episode because I follow them on Instagram and I've talked about them and they are really they're going into Haiti and they're busting these massive uh, child trafficking rings and they're arresting people and they're saving tons of kids at a time and um, you know it, it, so it's a really incredible and it's something that I really feel drawn to uh, learning more about and doing more with so that's a big reason for this episode and that's a big reason why I'm going to share with you what I'm going to share with you today because it's not easy for me you guys there's things that have happened to me in my life that I've definitely never shared with anybody but I know that there's so many of you listening in the exact same boat I know there's so many of you listening that have been victims to um to sexual abuse and it was probably when you were young and it was probably by an adult so that's pedophilia it's happening everywhere okay and it's okay if you've been a victim to it and it's okay if you're fine with it now and it's okay if you're not fine with it now and you need to get it off your chest because when it happens and you know we're young children we aren't taught how to deal with that we don't know that it's wrong like we do but we don't and depending how old you are when you become a victim of something like that it's just like you you, you really just kind of lost and in the dark and and I've been there and that's how I know so if you follow me on social and you see me get really passionate and worked up about this shit that's because I've known about pedophilia um really really well I guess for over a decade of my life almost two decades you guys which is crazy I was really reflecting today before I recorded this episode about that and it's fucking crazy that pedophilia has been almost this thing that I've known about in my life for years and years and I didn't really know what to do with that information or what to do with it I just knew about it but I, I guess I didn't realize how big the problem was until now in 2020 like I can't fucking believe how many people are turning up to be pedophiles like it's a fucking virus you guys um and it's something like 98% of pedophiles 
they were victims of pedophilia themselves. So this is a human problem. This is a problem that needs to be stopped. If we don't stop the abuse that is happening from pedophiles to children, then we don't stop new pedophiles from being bred. It's, it's because it's what they know. After a child has been abused that many times by an adult, they think that it's normal. And they literally grow up with that sickness in their mind that, that and then they do it themselves. That's fucked up okay so it really does start with us bringing it out to the light so people feel like they can't just keep doing it behind the scenes anymore and people will just sweep it under the rug because that is what people do and again I'm going to try and keep it calm here you guys but the reason I feel so passionate about this is because I have a pedophile in my family my uncle is a pedophile and he is a well-known pedophile he is he is still walking around um grooming um, grooming children and single mothers and that's how these pedophiles do it is they meet and this is how he did it and I'm I don't there's all different ways but I'll tell you from my own personal experience he meets a single mom he gets to know this single mom then he starts offering like to take her kid for ice cream and you know babysit the kid when she's got to go to work for free things like this um, that is what grooming is. She get he gains trust from her and from her kids, and then their kids become a victim. And this is happening. Um, this is happening constantly. I don't know how many victims he's had, but he's had a fucking lot. And the craziest thing that I think about now, and I've been thinking about today, is it was literally happening right underneath all of our noses. Like he's got a daughter that's my age and a son that's a bit older, and, um. And when we were kids, like, we would go visit, and it was my auntie and my uncle, and we'd hang out, we'd play, and, like, have sleepovers, but the weird thing that would always happen was there was always the neighbor kids who were a lot younger than us, like the youngest ones. They're, they were always over. There was these two little girls um, in my hometown that they would always be over there. And now, and I was always kind of confused, but I was so young, so I didn't really, like, I didn't really connect any dots. But now I know what was going on. And it makes me sick to my stomach. And that's how easily these things can slip right through the cracks. All right? Like, it was literally happening in front of us, my parents, his own wife, his own kids. And it took years for for it to finally be found out and dealt with. Obviously, he's still not with the wife anymore. Um, and there's actually been multiple times where he's been taken to court about uh, the things that he's done to little girls. And every single time... Uh, the case has been dropped and he's been set free because there wasn't enough evidence or the kid got like a date or a time wrong or just stupid shit, which is just, it's such a bullshit system when a young kid who has gone through such a traumatic experience is supposed to stand up and testify and get all these things right. Like it's, it's completely fucked up. So that's what I mean too. Like the justice system isn't protecting these kids because my uncle, he's still walking around my hometown harming and grooming little children okay um so that's a big fucking problem that's a big fucking problem like a known pedophile is walking around and i know that my uncle is one of many and with everything that's been coming out in 2020 here i'm actually kind of scared to understand the amount of pedophiles that are out there and pedophiles with their own families and their own kids like you, I'm sure you know a pedophile. Even if you're not aware that they are a pedophile, I guarantee you that you know at least one pedophile and you don't even know that they do that. You guys, at one point, 
So how do I even so so this is why this hits close to home for me. So I know I knew about this like over a decade ago. Um, I'm not going to go into the specifics of how I eventually found out, but I did, and um, and I didn't know what to do about it. Okay, I held the secret once. I knew for sure I held that secret for over five years, okay? I held the secret that my uncle was a pedophile. And and I held that secret while I spent time with my uncle. While I would, because my uncle, he then, like, once him and his wife split, he lived with my dad. Um, and he lived with him for years, and he really kind of used my dad. And my dad and him don't have a relationship anymore because I eventually did bring it out into the open, which caused a huge family disrupt, um... And obviously they're not hanging out anymore because, you know, he, my uncle totally lost his shit when my dad just really reached out and tried to help him through it. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's another story for another day. But I held this secret for like over five years. And that means I literally would sit across the table from my uncle having beers with my dad, making jokes and, and smoking weed. And I, I, I didn't know you guys like. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was so scared of hurting my dad's feelings. And I, I just, I really didn't know what to do about it. It's a really tough spot to be in. And I don't know how many victims there were between, you know, the time that I knew for sure and the time that I outed it and ever since. But, um, it's really sad that there has been, but we can't focus on that. Anyways, it kind of pushed my, like, it eventually like my little sister was living with my dad and my uncle was there too so knowing what I knew I was fucking worried obviously I reached out to my sister I told her to like tell me ask tell me if anything was weird like but but what we noticed and what I know now is like my uncle never actually did it to immediate family um and so I don't know if that's a normal pedophile thing or what but it's so so it never had been done to me. Family never like so my sister. And I think my sister wasn't a victim as his, and I I wasn't, um, to my knowledge. So, but fuck, is it weird when I think about all the sleepovers I had and stuff there when I was young? It's just like really fucked up. So it's something that's important to talk about because if you're a mother, and this is just like this is just that like you're a mother and. It's your, it could be your family members or close friends, and, and I don't want to scare the fuck out of you, but this shit does happen right under your nose, and I think there are a lot more pedophiles than we realize, um, and so therefore, kids aren't really safe because we don't really know who to trust, and I say that from my own personal experience because my own uncle, who my parents trusted and who I trusted, um, you know, he was, he was the one doing this, so... Um, it's something that you need to always have at the forefront of your mind. And if we continue to be ignorant to the fact that this is a reality, that people are sick with this, okay, and people are getting away with doing it uh, because children are so innocent and victims and they don't know how to talk about it, um, we're definitely a part of the problem. So this is just something that we need to start bringing to the light. We need to start being aware. You need to start questioning things. You need to start talking to your kids about it. We need to start educating kids on how they can talk about it or what is right and what is wrong and and establishing trust with your kids so they feel like they can come tell you anything. Because if I would have had that um, when I was a victim to uh, some sexual abuse that happened when I was young, then I would have felt brave enough and safe enough to, to tell it to my parents, but I really didn't, okay? And it wasn't my uncle, but I did. I went, When I was young, um, I went through 
um, some sexual abuse and it definitely would have been it was a family member um, I was really young so like I, was, I wasn't really young I was like 12 so and I just remember it all like we were on this family trip for my grandma's 80th birthday and she's gone now rest in peace and it was a family member of mine not my uncle another family member um, and when it happened I just didn't know I didn't want to ruin anybody's time and I really didn't know how to bring it up and it was so awkward and scary so I just ate it and for years and like I I haven't like I've, I eventually did tell my mom I never told my dad it's just not something that I feel like I need to because it didn't go far enough to the point that it really really traumatized me but it's definitely was fucked up and now when I reflect I just see how it trickles through um family so like like I said, 98% of pedophiles, they had it happen to them. And not even family, but just, like, it kind of trickles down. So, so I just don't know. I don't know. So, this was, like, so then there's my uncle who's a pedophile. And then there's another family member who I know is a pedophile and doing fucked up shit. So, you know, is it hereditary? Like, I don't know. So, so yeah, it's a tough subject for sure. And I really understand, but I want people to understand why I'm so passionate about it. And that's because I've seen it right full front and I've, I've been, you know, victim to sexual abuse and having to hold something in because I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know how to bring it up. I was afraid. I didn't know who to tell. I didn't know how to say it. Um, and then it just didn't feel important. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there holding something that you've never told before, or maybe you have told somebody something that happened to you. And after you get it out, like, yeah, it feels good. But then, then it's like, well, what now? Now I just feel awkward because I just told you this deep, dark secret and I got emotional, but what do we do now about it? And and that's kind of how I felt and have felt when I've even told, talked about it before. But it's just a part of me now. And it's a big part of why I'm speaking out so passionately about this stuff now. So I know it was all for a reason. But I know there's a lot of people out there holding a secret and something that's happened to them. And there's no reason. You know, they don't have, they're not fueled by that purpose. It's actually damaging to them because it's such a traumatic experience. So it could be damaging in ways in your trust with men or women, your relationship with somebody, your relationship with your kids. You know, it, it could fester in your life and come out in so many different ways and that's what you want to avoid you know and when we hold emotions in and we keep these secrets that are traumatic to us it causes problems in other ways and other areas of our life and you may not be connecting those dots all right you really may not be and so that's why it's I think it's important to just give people a safe space to talk about it and make sure that it's I just want to let you guys know that like it's okay to just have a conversation and tell me or tell somebody you love and who loves you about about it and then not have to feel like you have to keep talking about it. Just getting it out in the open, okay? Just getting more comfortable with having the conversation, okay? Just being able to tell somebody about it and not feel ashamed and not feel like a victim. Letting it make you stronger. And trust me, even though it might make you feel weak because it makes you emotional initially if you share something with somebody, you guys... Let it make you stronger because it can. It's how we choose to look at it, okay? Find the strength in that experience. What, ha, like, what about it 
is a positive thing as terrible as that is to say and how can you take that experience and start talking about it in a way that makes you feel empowered because we shouldn't feel ashamed about the shit that happened to us when we were young and things that shouldn't have happened to us you should not feel ashamed about anything like that and the only way that you can take it and make it into a positive thing is by being brave and speaking out about it and then protecting other people through that so you know if you are a parent sharing with your kids what happened and why it was wrong you know I don't have kids yet but if and when I do I will be sharing what I went through and why it was wrong and what they need to look out for and like like I'm telling all of you you have a safe space to tell me anything okay because that is something I wish that I would have had back then and and I wish that for all my siblings and I wish that for for everybody but it just wasn't like a thing that we had we didn't really talk about our problems because I mean, fuck, my parents had enough of their own problems. We were fucking poor and, like, they're always fighting. They're always just so consumed with their own lives and their own money stresses and, and all this shit. And so there was literally no space for that. And I see that now. But all I can do, like, I don't sit and resent my parents, but all I can do from that is is inspire and inspire other people not to do that and create the space for, you know, people in your life to talk to. It doesn't even have to be a kid. You know, it could be anyone in your life sister brother a kid I don't care like anybody being the person that people feel like they can come tell anything to with zero judgment and just a safe space to get shit out because the first step is talking about it it really is the first step you guys I used to keep shit in about my uncle I well I that's the point is I kept in this secret about my uncle for fucking years you guys and then years and years and years and and it was really scary when I when I let out when I told my dad and the first thing that I did was tell my brother and sister my younger brother and sister because we do tell each other everything and I talked to them about it and we talked about what we should do and um, it took me five years to actually talk to them about it and tell them but I mean they would have been young young when I first found out about it so um so yeah we decided to tell my dad and that was so fucking hard you guys it was such a hard conversation and everything that happened after was even harder you know the tears the nights I can remember being at my dad's just watching him so so emotional um it was really hard times okay but but that as a family I think did make us stronger and and so it's so important to be able to talk about these things and feel safe and empowered to do so because you never know who you're going to help by just sharing your story and just by speaking your truth. Even if it's somebody who you love and you trust or someone that, you know, is close to your family, you have to just, you have to, you have to be honest and you have to speak your truth and you have to put it out there because I do know that my uncle still has victims and that makes me very angry and frustrated inside but I do know that there's less now and and it was crazy because as soon as I kind of spoke out about it um there was actually a lot of people who came forward with stories about how he had um harmed either them or um their kids or there was some fucked up shit that came to the surface so I definitely know that the reputation of him uh did get out around our hometown about what he had done and what he does so maybe there's less victims but I do know that 
<laughs> not very long after I told my dad about everything and they had their falling out and everything I do know that my stepmom even seen him in the Walmart uh, with a young girl and it wasn't even long after and he basically like flaunted it and put it in her face and that is not okay you know what really gets me about all this pedophilia and stuff is how people are doing it but it's it's a happening under our noses and being swept under the rug so it gives these people power it's so sick that these people think that like it's like it's almost like it's like this fucking secret club in the world of all these pedophiles who are doing it and getting away with it and they're almost laughing in our faces that we're just like not doing anything about it which is like so fucked up because it's one of the most terrible things that that we could do as a human race like I do not relate to fucking pedophiles and people like that. I do not have sympathy for them. I think anyone who harms a fucking child should be fucking penalized by death, like, or fucking castrated or something. Like, I do not understand how even now when it's coming to the surface, people are afraid to talk about it and share about it. And you guys, it's going to keep coming to the surface. So we need to, as a whole... Let it come. Let it start to be a conversation. You don't have to throw yourself headfirst into it, but ease yourself in. Okay, ease yourself in. Ask yourself why you don't want to talk about it. Ask yourself why it makes you so uncomfortable to talk about it or bring it up. Dig deep. You know, did something happen to you that you've totally neglected or buried um, as you, as a child? And is that why you're triggered and you think people who talk about this shit being real are conspiracy theorists or what? Like, just figure it out for yourself. I know why I'm so passionate. I know why I'm not afraid to speak out about it. It's because it's been fucking... I've been through... Like, I've just witnessed it so firsthand, you guys. For years of my life, um, I kept a secret in about a pedophile. And I don't know why to this day. I don't know why. I was just scared. But I definitely hold guilt for it because I was at an age where... I could have definitely had a mature conversation about it with somebody who could have done something and I just I really didn't know how to find the words okay but but that's just that's just my journey and but that is why and I'm not going to go too much more on this podcast episode about it because I'm going to just keep ranting but you guys that is why and I wanted you as my audience to know why I share what I do on my feed why I talk about it so passionately and share what I do because it's just close to home with me and now that I'm realizing there are so many men and women like my uncle out there hurting innocent kids grooming and traumatizing these people for the rest of their lives because it's not something that happens to you and you just get over these kids are traumatized for the rest of their lives and even on a bigger scale than my uncle and the like these these weird functioning pedophiles that like have full like my uncle had a full-on family and a marriage and everything and he was doing it while he was doing that so there's literally pedophiles out there you guys living a normal life but with a secret fucking pedophile life my uncle is definitely not the only one out there definitely not and he had been doing it for years upon years upon years upon years and no one fucking knew okay and so that's why we have to start opening our eyes and being awake to it because if you're asleep to the fact that that is a reality you will never see it and it could be happening to someone that you love and you totally miss it and how would you feel if years down the road it comes out in the open and you are like how did I not see the signs 
That's why this needs to be a conversation. That's why we need to start opening our eyes about it. That's why it needs to start being a conversation that we can have at the fucking dinner table if we want. You know what I mean? It, it, and now I'm seeing all these rumors about them trying to normalize pedophilia. Like it's a normal fucking thing for an adult human to want to have sex with a fucking child. A child babies even you guys it's it's like if we keep just turning a blind eye to this like people seem to be doing that shit will be normalized and before you know it there's going to be fucking pedophilia clubs and restaurants in our country that people can go to and that is not fucking cool the only way to stop it is to start speaking out about it and facing it head on okay having the conversations pointing it out when we see it happening if it's happened to you or if there's someone that you know that could be or is doing it then they need to be fucking outed and it's a struggle because it's hard with the justice system to go fucking call the police and be like this guy's a pedophile because if you don't have the proof and stuff to do it it's just a fucking mess but even bringing it up to the people who are in that family like if I would have just let my dad know sooner But I can't regret, you know, but it would have been better to just get it out there sooner because there would have been a lot of people and and kids who maybe weren't a victim to him anyways. So, again, that's why I'm passionate about it, guys. That's why I talk like I do about it. And I'm open. I'm an open book about it now. I've processed my feelings about it. Uh, I've processed my feelings about my sexual abuse that happened when I was 12 uh, by another family member. And I am okay with it now. It fuels me now. And it has, it gives me so much empathy for other people who are harboring a secret like I did for years and years and years. And literally I was facing, like staring at a fucking pedophile across the table, having beers, laughing. And somehow I just pushed it out of my head. And I reflect now and it's, it's just it's really fucked up and I guess I don't understand why and it's definitely something I do want to unpack um of how I could do that but I just know I I just did it and I know there's so many of you and so many people that we know and that we love who are doing the same thing you know they have something that is super fucked up that they feel like they can't out even though they want to and even though they're put in these weird positions that they don't even want to be in so we need to just start talking about it um, we need to start just be more vulnerable about it and not normalizing pedophilia, but normalizing the conversation to be had. And us as humans, as a human race, all of us on the side against that kind of trauma that is being done to kids, we don't need the, like, yes, the cops involved in stuff, that's, that's great, but the way the justice system is with, like, proof and stuff. But we, you see what's happening over social media? When we start sharing about it and starting the conversations and sharing the articles and the news, if the mainstream media won't put this shit in the fucking headlines, then we have to. We have to talk out about it on our social media. We have to share it with our friends and our family. We have to open people's eyes. Collectively, we have to come together so we can make a difference. And it's going to take time, but now is the time that it's really starting. And there's never been a time like this in history where all this shit is coming to the surface. So it's meant to be, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're feeling something inside of you right now, it's because you're meant to make a difference through this. And 
yes, alone we cannot do much, but together we can make a big fucking impact, okay? So this is the very beginning, and it starts with the conversation, and that's why I had this conversation with you today. So I love you, and I'm going to get off of here now. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, that line of communication, it's open for you to me. I'm here for you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.